Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian, and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. I'm back with another episode, so and let's get into it. I think I mentioned this before, but in case I haven't, you should know that I'm a big fan of Adam Sandler and his movies. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that all his movies were a hit, alright? But overall, I like his style of comedy. I love his role in Grown Ups, Billy Madison, and I know most people love Happy Gilmore. I know that much. He also has this sort of comedy special on Netflix. And I'm not gonna lie, bro, I tear up a little when I saw it. Because as someone who grew up watching his movies, watching that special felt like he was hanging the gloves in a way. And uh, he was calling it a day and riding into the sunset. At least the feeling that I got. And that made me feel kind of sad because, I don't know, in a way, it felt like the closing of an era. Like he was closing up a chapter. All of this is nothing but a preamble to the thing I want to talk about, which, by the way, puts me in a mood, another kind of mood that you're thinking. It's more like grab some ice cream, throw a blanket over your feet, and get ready to start crying kind of a mood. I'm talking about that movie he did with, um, what's her name? Um, Drew Barrymore, Fifty uh, First Dates which, in my humble opinion, is a very underrated movie. I don't care that it has a very poor rating in Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care what the critics have to say about it or what other people think. To me personally, and I'm saying this so that we're clear, in my own opinion, I think that that's one of the top three movies he has done. Now, at this point, you're probably losing your mind and possibly arguing against what I just said and rating his top three movies in your head. But remember, I said this is my personal opinion, okay? You can have your own three, that's on you. I'm just saying, I like this movie a lot. Maybe after this, you'll understand why I like this movie so much, or maybe not, but I'm gonna explain it anyways. Here's the deal, guys, and the men listening to this might identify with what I'm going to say. We as men do a lot when it comes to the act of setting up a date. Especially if it's the first date or the couple of dates right after that. Joe, when I pick the girl up, everything has been thought out. From the color of the shirt I'm wearing to what song is playing in the radio when I pick her up. Even the temperature inside the car is not left to chance. I have gone over every detail to ensure that her experience is as pleasant as possible. Scouting the restaurant menu if I haven't been there before? You bet your ass I've done that. Don't tell me you haven't looked at the menu ahead of time. Come on, boys, back me up. But I have done something even crazier than that. I don't usually do this, but I remember two occasions where I physically went to the place beforehand to look at the parking situation. You know the deal. Is there private parking? Or do you have to, like, go on the streets and look for street parking? I'm a maniac, all right? But the idea is to look like you know what you're doing the day of the date. Sure, there's some of you who don't bother to do that because your confidence is so high that you can't even imagine a world where something will go wrong for you. Things just have worked out for you this whole time, so much so that now you think that's normal. Yeah, things will just happen. If I think about it, it will just come to fruition. Well, my reality is different, all right? I need to give myself the best chance to succeed take away as many obstacles out of the way as possible in hopes that all I have to do is avoid saying something weird. Which, let's face it, I do a lot. (laughs) Just based on the podcast, 
you can tell that I'm fucking weird, all right? So that's all I'm trying to do. Now, back to the movie. In 51st Dates, the amount of effort he goes through to make Lucy, aka his romantic interest, remember him is unbelievable. Forget about the movie score, how strong is the writing, or what kind of film was used to shoot the movie. Just focus on the idea that a guy found someone he loved so much that he's willing to videotape his whole life next to this woman and replay it for her every morning in a way making her fall in love with him every day so yeah as a man i identify a lot with all he does to get this girl and i don't know that movie just hits me different i'm a big softy dude i'm not going to sit here and tell you how i'm the combination of the rock Dwayne johnson and bear grills i'm a teddy bear i wear my heart on my sleeves so yeah When I see something touching, I might tear up a little bit, all right? But usually, I do that when I'm alone, all right? I pretend to be a man in front of other people. Just so that we're clear, if you see me out there on the streets, I'm going to be tough. <laughs> I'm going to be tough, man. But when I'm alone, I'm a big teddy bear, and I like to see things that are touching. So yeah, as a man, I identify a lot with what he does on the movie because that's something I also do in real life. Not exactly the same, but similar things. You know what I mean? Maybe the guys know what I mean. And I think what gets me more in my feelings is the fact that there's a big chance I will never meet someone willing to put the same effort on me as I put on them. And that's scary. Why? Because I know plenty of people that are together, but that's it. There is no extra effort to be seen. And having someone just doing the bare minimum in a relationship that is just existing, it's a sad thing because you will never be fully loved. And myself, as someone who thinks the key is in the small details and who enjoys keeping the excitement alive, hopes that everyone who's listening to this podcast gets the partner they deserve. Now, all of that was just a preamble after the preamble to the real thing I want to talk about. I have gone on over 50 first dates. I don't know if you noticed what I did there. <laughs> But this one is the worst. And part of what makes this one the worst is because I didn't even make it to the date. Let me explain. So I meet this girl. I get her number, which is an achievement in itself. Then get to talking, set up a date with a time and place. And so far, everything's looking smooth. I started doing all the things that I described a few moments ago, just planning everything, choosing where to go, have a backup plan if the first place doesn't work out for whatever reason. I don't plan to stay out after the date, but I do have a second and third act just in case things go so well that we end up elongating the date. What I haven't mentioned to you guys is that she lives about an hour away from me. So to beat rush hour traffic, I leave my house two hours in advance. I could have left an hour and a half in advance, but if something were to happen in that hour, it would leave very little room to fix it. So I drive for about an hour and I get to her town. Nothing happened. I didn't get a flat or anything. I have cash on me so I don't have to stop at an ATM. I also have my credit card with me just in case. So everything's looking good. And so I end up having an extra hour to kill. And since I was planning to eat out, I didn't eat at home. 
and I might not even eat in a while because I parked somewhere waiting to actually drive to her place and then waiting for the food to be cooked and be served and all the shenanigans. You guys know the deal. So I start to get hungry. I decide to get a bite before I get to her place. And yeah, I know some of you have a no eating in the car policy, but hey, I'm not sitting alone inside of a place. So I eat in my car. Then some of the food falls on the passenger seat. What you should know is that I have cloth seats and there is no way I'm getting that stain out in the time I have left before I pick her up. So in a panic, I start looking for a store nearby that sells seat covers. I end up getting to the store, buying the seat covers, and there I am in the parking lot of the store, outfitting my car with seat covers. I'm thinking, you can't just do one. It's gonna look weird and suspicious. I have to do all of the seats. All of a sudden, I get a text from her asking where I am, and I'm like, oh, baby Jesus. <laughs> I tell her that I'm a few minutes away. Then, in true female fashion, she tells me, oh, don't rush here because I'm running late. At which point, I felt relief because as I frantically tried to put the covers on the seats, I had worked out a sweat. Remember, in my head, everything must be perfect. So there I am thinking, I can't be sweaty or smelly. And in the middle of all this, I also realized I need to take a poop. You can't be holding a poop during a date and the day looks like it's going to run late and you can't be feeling sleepy. So in my head now, I'm thinking, I need to go to a place where I can take care of all this stuff in one shot. No time for multiple stops. I got one shot, one opportunity to seize the moment. Palms are sweaty, knees are weak, arms are heavy. Some food fell on my seats, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> oh my God. I'm too much. I was trying to do the Eminem thing. <laughs> the moment, the music, you own it. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? Okay, so yeah, I start thinking of a place And I'm like, Walmart, they have bathrooms. I can buy an energy drink in there and maybe some body spray. So I go onto my Google Maps, look for the nearest Walmart and skrr, I drive over there. I poop in a nasty bathroom, get out quick, search for a body spray and a Red Bull. I'm legit running to my car as I'm spraying the body spray on my armpits, get in the car, pop the can open, I start to leave the parking lot and then before I even leave the Walmart parking lot, I get a text from her saying that she all of a sudden is not feeling well and that she's gonna have to cancel the date. Can you imagine that shit? I put my car on park and I just started laughing. Out of nowhere, I just started laughing. Not because all the shenanigans before the date were funny. I mean, they were, but... Not to me at that moment, but I was laughing because at some point you are in a mental state where something is so frustrating and ridiculous that the only thing you could do is laugh. In my head, I was like, oh man, just my luck. This bitch and my apologies to the women who listen to this podcast, but this bitch would be the kind of person who would give me 60% when I'm giving 100 Granted, she didn't know all the things and all the planning that went on, but you have to imagine that some planning went into it. And she knows I live an hour away for her to dismiss the whole thing with a mere text like, bitch, you couldn't say that two hours ago? You had to wait until I was minutes away from your house? Jesus Christ. 
What do you guys think? I expect too much from people. That's what happens. I do too much and expect too much from people. That's what happens. What do you guys think? Go ahead and discuss amongst each other. In the meantime, I'll get out of here. So I'll see you guys on the next one.